Welcome to the Caring Advisor Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Elizabeth Brickman, the Caring Advisor. Would you like to experience financial happiness? As a former finance professional credentialed in biblical finance, I want to help you close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of your finances. Hey, before we start today's episode, I just want to let you know about something. I know everyone is so busy, and you may be listening to the podcast and you haven't subscribed, but if you haven't, you may want to do it right away. And the reason is, I have written a special e-booklet that I'm going to send to all of my subscribers over the next two weeks, and it's 25 Secrets to be financially healthy and happy. Now, these are no ordinary secrets. You are not going to find these secrets anywhere, I don't think. They are different, they are quirky, and they are biblical. And the best part is, after each of these 25 secrets, I'm going to show you the Bible scripture that confirms them. You know, sometimes you hear somebody say something about something really clever to do, but where is that in the Bible? Well, now you will have it. And these are fun secrets that I learned over 25 years. So make sure you subscribe to elizabethbrickman.com so you'll get your gift. Are you hurting yourself financially? One thing that's always troubled me are when dear people live their lives in a lesser way than the fullness God ordained for them. Now, we can never get more out of life or finances than God has ordained for us, but I've seen many people get a whole lot less. It's hard to watch. Some of us mistakenly have such a narrow view of godly wealth that we don't even try to live in the fullness of what he intended for us to do with our lives. But the reality is, we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. That's in the Bible, Ephesians 2.10. God has a purpose for your life, a purpose. He's equipped you with an area of giftedness, We have a responsibility to live in excellent stewardship at the highest level in every area of our lives. Just as we want good stewardship over our health, our families, our marriages, our jobs, our parenting, our finances are just another area of stewardship that we need to manage wisely. If you've been handling money your way, not his way, and it hasn't worked out so well, here are 21 reasons you may be settling for less than God's best for your life. So maybe this will help you diagnose what area is holding you back from God's fullest flow. And then once you diagnose it, you can take quick steps to fix it. So number one, we're going to go through 21 of these. Number one, You're hurting yourself financially because you don't know who you are. Okay, so you haven't found yourself. You're wandering around, trying to figure it out, and then you'll do something big. But dear one, 
You are here on earth at the pleasure of the King of Kings. You were chosen by God before the foundation of the world. You were knitted in your mother's womb by his hand. All the days ordained for you were written in his book before one of them came to be. You must stop looking and start living. Celebrate who God made you to be. Offer him your best in thanksgiving for your very life. Do not be conformed to the standards of this world. To be conformed is to be confounded. God made you to be you. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Another reason you might be hurting yourself financially is you don't know who he is. You don't realize he's the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Open your Bible and take a look at what he did for you. Number three, you may think God doesn't love you. Well, you may not love you, but he sure does. Don't confuse your feelings with his. He calls you his child, his heir. Live in the fullness of his love. Act like a child of God, for that is who you are. The fourth reason you might be hurting yourself financially is you may think God doesn't forgive you. I'm wondering here, have you asked him? Every one of us, even the goodest good person you know, has sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. He is faithful to forgive if we first humble ourselves and ask him. So ask him. The fifth reason you might be hurting yourself financially is you're the one who hasn't forgiven someone. Maybe you're living in a state of unforgiveness. Oh no, that means no flow. Jesus said, if you do not forgive others for their trespasses, neither will your father forgive you. Now here's a secret about forgiveness. Don't worry, you don't have to let your offender off the hook. Merely hand the hook to God and let him deal with the offender. You can trust he will, and you will free yourself from bondage. The sixth reason you might be hurting yourself financially is maybe you think you're incapable, that you don't have what it takes, that you're unworthy. But you know, you can do all things through Christ, who is the head. Without Jesus, we would all be unworthy. But with the Lord, you can do anything. Or maybe you have pride. The pride of never wanting to be new or inexperienced or not good at something, and therefore never practicing and getting better at it. Dear one, pride will shut you down. You will very much hurt yourself financially if you suffer from pride. Let it go. Another reason you hurt yourself financially is if you think wrongly that you're doomed to fail. Maybe you failed in the past and uh, you just think that's going to be the pattern of your life. But you know, if you're new in Christ, you're a new creation. Everything old, including the old mistakes and patterns and failures, has passed away, and the new has come. 
If you've known the Lord for a while, been walking with the Lord for a while, remind yourself that he says, though a righteous man falls seven times, he will get up. If you make a mistake, it does not mean your life is a mistake. His promises are new every morning. Or you might be hurting yourself financially because you've just decided it's too late. But only he gets to decide when it's too late for you. If there's life and breath within you, then it is his will for you to persevere. Some of the most amazing testimonies come from those over age 80. Another reason you might hurt yourself financially is if you have a false mindset that it's spiritually superior to choose to be poor. Now, I think that's just a smokescreen. Jesus said the poor will always be with us, but my Bible doesn't list your name on that poverty list. The poor cannot help the poor. We need you to do the best you can. It is better for you to earn and give rather than to receive. Though your income might be small or large, it is intended to have a structure to it and intended to be partly for your provision and partly for the provision of God's other beloved beside us, around us, in our communities, and in our world. Are you hurting yourself financially? Well, an 11th reason might be that you hold on to what you have too tightly. You're not giving and sharing. But God says that greedy people try to get rich quick and don't realize they're headed for poverty. The Bible also says that the person who gives freely gains even more, while another holds unduly but comes to poverty. A lack of giving could be one reason that would absolutely keep you from receiving the fullness of God's highest provision. Another one is resistance to planning and long-term goals such as education. If you struggle with that, read the book of Nehemiah. God wants us to plan, even though he has the right to change those plans anytime he wants. Maybe you don't trust God with long-term plans. Hmm. Read Luke 14, verse 28 to 32, and see what Jesus said about planning. Another reason we sometimes hurt ourselves financially is that we may have a damaged relationship from the past with money because of something from our childhood. Now, if you love the Lord, he will weave all things together for good for those who are called to his purpose. We must forget what is behind and strain toward what is ahead. Ask the Lord to show you your issues and to free you. Read scripture. The word of God is alive and active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. So let it penetrate your wound and redirect you. Seek counsel and take action to live in wholeness in Christ. But we have more. How are you hurting yourself financially? Well, maybe you don't really have a model for the future as to what a holy financial relationship even looks like. I cover this in depth in my 
book that's coming out hopefully next year. And I'll be sharing more about this topic in future podcasts. So be sure to subscribe to my website so you'll have updates. But it's true that many of us have come from families where there was a lot of financial dysfunction. We need to look at godly Christians who are living well and serving God, stay in the Bible, and check out my book next year. Another reason you might be hurting yourself financially is if you overspend. So you think God wants you to stop overspending because he's a meanie who wants to bind you with hard rules and make your life smaller. But actually, he wants you to stop overspending because he's kind, not mean. He wants to free you, not bind you. He wants your life to be easier, not harder. So you can have a big life, not a small one. It's the wise man who saves for the future, the foolish man who spends whatever he gets. You may be hurting yourself financially because you aren't a grown-up. Be sure to check out my podcast on how to know if you're a financial grown-up. That'll be coming out soon. Or maybe you're terrified. Maybe you haven't dared tell anyone how very scared you are. Others may call you lazy, but you're not lazy. You're just terrified. You feel no one's got your back. To you, I say, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. Blessed is the person who takes refuge in the Lord. Or maybe you're hurting yourself financially because you're in hiding. You know the games kids play where they try to hide and seek? This business of hiding is so personal to me. I have repeated the scripture I'm going to share thousands of times to strengthen me to get out there. It's Proverbs 18.10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. We are made righteous, of course, because of Jesus. So I tell myself it's okay to hide as long as I'm hiding in him. You see, once your heart is safely hidden in his tower, your body can get out there and work, and it'll feel like a risk-free environment because your heart is safe in the tower. That's Proverbs 18.10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and are safe. I thought you might want to hear that again. Another reason you might be hurting yourself financially is you're in debt. When you're in debt, you have to pay lots of money in interest. You probably don't even know how much interest you pay, not because you're stupid, but because they're devious and they hide the true amounts. If you're in debt, it costs so much more to live that you may have no idea what normal looks like. I mean, imagine your life without a single credit card or car payment and eventually without a house payment. Imagine how far your income would go. Imagine how much freer would be your cash flow, how much richer you would feel, even at the same income as you have now. If you are in debt, you are hurting yourself financially, and the fix won't be instant. But if you're willing to hate debt and dig down deep 
and willing to let life feel even more squeezed and miserable for a little while, you will position yourself to receive God's best. That's not my promise. It's His. Put on the blinders, look neither left or right, pay it off, and then you will live and live well. A book that really helped me on this subject, it's an ancient book, but it's still out there, is called The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clayson. Check Amazon and see if they have it. Number 20, it may be because you don't know God's word about money. I can't say it enough. Read God's word. Read the Bible. And if nothing else, read one chapter of the book of Proverbs every day. There are 31 chapters. And within the next 60 days or so, reading each chapter twice, you will be amazed at the wisdom you pick up. And lastly, you may be hurting yourself financially if you don't know how to start. Dear one, allow him to do a new thing in you. His mercies are new every morning. The wisdom for managing and stewarding every area of our lives, including our finances, is found in God's word. The fear, that's the reverence and awe, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Maybe you haven't been following God's principles because either you didn't know him or you didn't think his financial principles will work, so you've done it your way, not his way, but God's financial laws do work whether we know them or not, whether we believe in them or not. It's kind of like how gravity works, whether we know it or believe it or understand it. If a toddler drops a toy, it falls to the floor. The toddler is too young to know about the principle of gravity, but gravity works. Well, God's principles are at work, whether we know or believe them or not. So why not get on board with his way of doing things? Follow his excellent instructions. Read his excellent book called the Bible. His path is not too hard for us, for it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. That's Philippians 2.13. Now go read it for yourself. Bye for now. Let's continue our conversation. Subscribe and be notified when the next episode airs. And if this has helped you find financial happiness, please share it. Let's close the gaps, heal the hurts, and put God at the center of our finances. Come visit me at elizabethbrickman.com, where subscribers receive additional content. And thanks to my co-producer and audio engineer, Tyler Harrison.